Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. Are facts and truth two labels for essentially the same thing? Or are they separate and radically different from one another? Is it possible to regard certain quote-unquote facts as true when said facts contradict what the Bible says? In today's episode, we will answer these questions and also learn how genuine facts of science point us to God's truth. Now, for the Christian, it is particularly important for us to provide a biblical response to the questions at hand because we live in a world where increasingly revealed divine truth is vehemently rejected. Consequently, materialistic facts are championed as the ultimate determinants of reality, and said facts are supposed to be those pieces of information discoverable only by the scientific method. The reality is that in the end, all truth is God's truth, and the reason why anything is objectively, universally, immutably, and authoritatively true is because it flows from the source of all truth, God himself. So is there a difference between facts and truth? Let's begin by defining terms. What is a fact? Our English word fact comes from the Latin factum, which simply means something done. A fact is therefore a discrete piece of information that communicates a reality that exists, that happened, or that can be observed by experience. So, the following are facts. The sky is blue and, last year, Christmas Day fell on a Wednesday. Facts are neither universal nor permanent. Facts are isolated and can change. That is to say, facts are not unyielding absolutes. So, for example, if I say, Mr. Smith is my president, that is an isolated fact for me living in the United States right now, but it is not a fact for someone living in China. Accordingly, when we talk about science, we're talking about a field of study that describes some facts. When it comes to telling us about the material world, these facts tend to be reliable, but the judgments of science are never absolute because when a new fact is discovered, old ones are abandoned in favor of those more up-to-date. And let us not miss that many alleged scientific facts are simply theories developed out of simpler items of perception. So that's what facts are. What is truth? Truth is defined as how things actually are. Truth is that which conforms with reality. To put it simply, that which is true is that which is real. In the New Testament, the Greek word for truth refers to truth in thought and speech. It also refers to moral uprightness in what a person does. Hence, truth is that which is consistent with the mind, will, character, and being of God, whose very nature is truth. It thus comes as no surprise that the Bible speaks of truth as that which is revealed from God to man. Furthermore, because God is eternal and immutable, the truth is true everywhere, all the time, under all considerations. Without this objective and external standard, everything and nothing would be true at the same time. Yet, let us never confuse perfect, divine, and unchanging truth with the speculations claimed to be truth in the minds of men. 
This is one reason why God, through special revelation, disclosed his word of truth so we can always refer back to what God said and therefore know what is really true. Let us explore the biblical idea of truth further. In John chapter 18, Jesus is betrayed by Judas and then enters into sham trials before the crucifixion. The Jews bring Christ to Pilate, who then proceeds to interrogate the Lord. In John 18.37, Pilate asks, So you are a king? Jesus then replied, You say correctly that I am a king. For this I have been born, and for this I have come into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. In verse 38, Pilate then famously asks Jesus, What is truth? This question was curious because Pilate was looking truth incarnate in the face, yet was still inquiring as to what truth is. And I do not think it's too big of an exegetical stretch to say Pilate's voice was derogatory in asking his question. However, let us not miss that Pilate scoffing at the truth is informative. Why is that? Because we live in an age where many think exactly like Pilate. They perceive a truth claim, scoff, and then ask, what is truth, or why bother with truth when we can know all the facts? They also ask questions like, can we really say something is true? Yes, we really can make affirmations about the truth, and if Pilate was paying attention, he would have seen the truth literally staring him in the face. God's truth is a person, Jesus, who is divine truth in the flesh. Christ is heavenly, immaterial truth taking earthly, material form. To know the truth means more than knowing impersonal facts. It means knowing something superior. Rather, it means knowing someone who is supreme, Jesus Christ. Know all the facts you desire, they will never save you. Trust in Christ and you will be saved. There are numerous other ways that truth is distinct from and superior to facts. Truth is divine and comes from heaven down to us here on earth. We don't begin on earth and then project our truths up to God. Furthermore, God's ultimate truth can only be known by revelation from a divine mind to a creature who has the ability to reason. That communication is not merely an opinion because a sovereign God reveals truth that is absolute. This is why, by logical necessity, absolute truth requires God. Without Him, there cannot be an absolute anything. Absolute truth also means that anything that contradicts it is an absolute lie. Absolute truth is never partial and is never subjective. Where real truth exists, I cannot have my truth and you cannot have yours. God's truth is impartial and objective, so it is not based on personal opinion or public polls, nor is it formalized over time by tradition. Certainly, it is not discovered by personal feelings or intuition. God's truth is also exclusive of cultural or social preferences. Additionally, God's truth is coherent and singular. Jesus is one complete God-man. He doesn't come to us in separate parts. There is never a truth somewhere out there disconnected from the whole. 
Truth is singular because its source is the Lord our God, who is one. Deuteronomy 6.4 And God does not change, so neither does his truth. Psalm 119.80, Isaiah 48 Finally, what has been implied thus far is that God's truth is always authoritative. This means that a sovereign God speaks the truth, and we are now accountable to it. God's truth does not present mere options to consider. Yes, there are many who may regard God's truth as a soft suggestion, but that simply means they are living a lie. Authoritative truth is binding upon us and therein demands our response. All ought to listen to God's truth because it will have the final word in eternity. I hope that wide-ranging discussion of truth depicts a sharp contrast to the very limited and narrow scope of what a fact is. Let's now go back to the question I asked at the top. What's the difference between a fact and the truth? And the answer is, facts are a subset of truth. Truth is broader. The truth represents a cohesive whole that is composed of facts. Being true is what qualifies a fact in that when someone champions the validity of a fact, they are moving beyond simple apprehension and making a rational judgment that the fact is true and not false. Truth is the higher standard by which facts are judged. So, although there may be a distinction between facts and truth, there is not a separation. I previously mentioned that the truth is cohesive and singular. Accordingly, what cannot be missed is that the totality of truth provides not only meaning to reality, but also a way of interpreting reality. In other words, the whole truth is something much more than its parts, the constituent facts. Scientifically speaking, then, God made the world. He also made the world to be governed by certain laws and left evidences of his handiwork in the design of creation. If we were to study one small piece of creation, what would we discover? Lots of facts. But when we put all those facts together, what do we get? Not the brutal fact that the universe simply is. We get insight into something beyond mere fragments of information. When we begin to see the whole cohesive picture of truth, we can better discern the meaning of reality. We can discern, for example, that God exists and that he is an intelligent designer with the power to create. Facts that we discover are just the tiny fingerprints that he left on creation. Facts tell us the structure of your DNA and the chemical composition of your red blood cells. Truth tells us that you were made in the image of God and are much more than a container of DNA. You have a specific purpose with desires and dreams. The truth also tells us that you have been imbued with the sense of the divine on your conscience. Romans 1.19 Think of it this way. Facts are the notes on sheet music. Truth is what happens when the symphony plays Handel's Messiah. Facts are individual stone bricks. Truth is the castle made up of thousands of said bricks. When all the pieces are in place, we can see not only how the bricks line up and relate to one another, but also how each brick fits into the totality of the castle. Any individual brick does not provide as much meaning and interpretive ability as does the entire castle. There are many, many bricks, the facts, but there is only one castle, the truth. 
So, if someone were, for example, to hold a bag of bricks and claim, these are the facts, yet those bricks are alien to the ones found in the castle's walls, then something is amiss. Someone is rejecting truth to fabricate their own non-factual worldview. This is important to understand when it comes to responding to the claims of a secular worldview that deifies science, that body of established data that can be secured by observation or experiment. Yes, science can discover and verify a plethora of facts about the natural world and even develop models of prediction based on those facts. Yet, what science does is merely descriptive. That is, it is descriptive of a world that was created by God and in which the scientist finds himself. Even more, these discovered facts only partially begin to give insight into the truth because science as a means of acquiring knowledge is severely limited. Science is neither divine nor is it omniscient. It is limited by the creatures who engage in scientific analysis. Science also cannot provide a description for all of those non-observational and non-experimental facts about reality. Examples include consciousness, morality, love, and beauty. The point is that if one ever were to artificially limit what is factual or true based upon what is verifiable by science, then they would have to reject core components of reality. The scientific method is not the sole gateway to complete knowledge, and to claim otherwise, science demands a scientific experiment. The deification of science is largely concerned with the results of the scientific method, but what many in the modern world fail to remember is that the essential nature of science is not in the results you get, it's in the methodology. Hence, true science is not concerned with the question of if God exists or not. Rather, it is meticulous in how it observes, analyzes, and verifies the natural laws that God fixed and what he made. In conclusion, what I will say is that in the end, all true facts are God's facts and all truth is God's truth. This is logical considering all of reality was made by God and thus all of reality is contingent on him. Truth does not come from man, it comes from the Lord. Men never create truth, they only apprehend what God has revealed both in his word and in creation. Consequently, science and secular investigators may in fact discover a wealth of facts about the world, and when we subsequently learn more about what God has created, we praise God. We can embrace scientifically verifiable data because it progressively describes the incomprehensible complexity with which the master designer impregnated creation. Through it all, God's never-changing truth is what guides us, and we can have confidence knowing that if anything falls out of alignment with God's truth, then the thing in question is not factual and is a manufactured lie. God's truth is simply better because it is God's truth, which is supreme and sufficient. Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.